I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you today from beautiful open studio headquarters here in St. Louis, Missouri. HQ. What's up? <laughs> OS HQ. I guess we're in St. Louis, so it's not really Missouri more than it's Missouri. Or misery, depending on the time of year. Sorry, Ouch. that was dark. <laughs> it's dark out. It's dark. And it's cold. dark. Yeah. Well, it is dark and out. Snowy. The snow is dark too right it now because it's been on the ground for a few days and it's That's right. gross. We had snow snowcopolips. Did you know about that? Were I didn't hear for that? that. No, you know what was weird is so I was uh, today we're we're doing this week in jazz by the way. Oh yeah, for, for everybody. our monthly feature. <laughs> it's our getting bo- it's getting to be weekly almost. That's true. We did it last week. It's so. like our our feature every twelve days or so. You know what? We can't. We don't control the news. We just report the news. So when it comes, it comes. You know. So for the snow on the ground, I went to Jen last week, right? And it started snowing here in St. Louis after I left. Like snowpocalypse happened. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't privy to it. I, I, was I was privy to it. Yeah, you were here. Yeah. But when I came back on Sunday, there was a foot of snow everywhere. Yeah. I get to about 150 miles of the St. Louis oh. airport, and uh, the airport's on fire. The airport. The airport. The airport's on fire. I had to go back. I had to go back to Denver. Oh, you actually came all the way? Yeah. The plane came? And they turned the plane around back to where we started from, which was Denver. Why would they go that far back? Why wouldn't they go to like... Frontier Airlines. Springfield, Illinois. Frontier Airlines. You're kidding me, man. Frontier Airlines is kind of crazy. Oh, were you on one of their Airbus, modern Airbus planes that the seats do not recline they at all? They do not recline like, at all. literally none. <laughs> they charge you for everything. Like coffee, that's $2 yeah. on the plane. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, I paid double that with my local barista, but it's a little better, though. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but I did go to Jen. Uh, yeah. You weren't able to make it because you were, you were still recovering from the Jazz Congress. I was. <laughs> I was. I was. Um, so, yeah. So, le- I think that could be the first thing for this week in Jazz. I think it's the most important thing. Jen, first of all, why don't you tell the good, good listeners, for those that don't know, what Jen is. It's not a friend of ours named Jennifer. It's a conference, right? It is a conference. It's a conference from the Jazz Education Network. Happens every year. This year it was in beautiful Reno, Nevada, which mm. Reno is beautiful. I Reno's was not incredible. aware. It's like right yep. there in the mountains by Lake Tahoe. It's gorgeous. Yep. Um, and it was very, very cool. It was it was Open Studio's first appearance at any kind of uh, convention or conference. Yep. And um, you know we we had our own booth. We had a ton of people stop by. You, I heard so many hey seven stars <laughs> uh, from people from you'll hear it listeners stopping by our booth. So thanks to everybody who stopped by. Yeah. Uh, great to meet you face to face. And uh, yeah, we had a great time. We met some cool people doing some cool things, you know, in the uh, like the online education community, which is what Open Studio is. Um, we hooked up with uh, the, right across from us with Yamaha pianos mm. and uh, got to sample their brand new disc clavier, you know, self-playing piano that syncs the video to the self-playing mm. piano. It was dope. Is it? I've always wondered: is it disc clavier or disc clavier? The, my man Craig from Yamaha called it Disclavier, so that's what I'm going with. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And then there were a ton of great performances. We also had some open studio artists who were performing there stop by. Sean right. Jones, Warren Wolf. We had some jazz celebs stop by our booth, Miguel Zanon and mm. Antonio Hart and a few other folks. And, man, it was good vibes all around. Some good performances, some really good uh, high school jazz bands that came to perform from all across the country, some good college bands. Uh, our man Nathan Pence stopped by. He was playing there with uh, with Temple's big band. Yeah, uh, how did they sound? They sounded terrible. Really? No, I'm just kidding. But, they, <laughs> but Nathan sounded good. No, least. they uh, sounded awesome. Nathan sounded... I know killing. that's got to be a strong trumpet section because uh, Terrell Stafford heads up the... Does he head up the big band as well? I think he... Well, he was I playing he with them, the yeah. yeah. But man, Pence is killing it right now. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So, was there... Would, would you say it was more... Um, 
high school big bands or college big bands? It was the whole gamut. Like so, right. and, and I would say this or this postgraduate. Was, <laughs> right. This was true of the whole the whole conference. Actually, it was like uh, I I had people who were obviously. Um, in like late middle school to early high school, stopping by the booth, asking what was up, all the way to like retired hobbyists and everybody in between, college age, professionals, amateurs, you know, yep. from from eight to 80. We're literally from eight to 80, we're stopping by our booth and and we were talking to them about Open Studio and just sharing in the, the jazz love. Um, so it was very, very cool. There was some really cool presentations um, and some, some like, uh, some nice lectures and things like that. And you know what? Um, next year, it's going to be in New Orleans, Louisiana. Have you Ooh. ever heard of that place? Yes, I'm in on that one. Yeah, I'm you, in. You got to be there Pencil on that. Pencil me in on and that. We're gonna, Pen me in on we're that. We're going to have an even bigger presence there, Open Studio. We're going we're gonna to be doing some cool stuff, I think. We're going to do a takeover. We're going to do a you'll, you'll Hear It takeover. We are going to try to get a live You'll Hear It at next year's gen, so get your tickets now. Well, we, well, well, let's not jump the gun on that now. I know. it's not <laughs> Nothing's planned. I, no, I, I, like, I, like, I like your confidence, though. I like your chutzpah, I would, yeah, I would as say, they say in the old country. But if my gen folks, I know there's actually a gen board mem- member who's you'll hear it listener if you're listening or watching hook us up we want to do a live presentation well, isn't one of our artists our open studio artists like actually the head of jen now not till 2020 oh okay so yeah. we have to slip in that'd be sean jones that would be sean Professor jones. sean jones. he's going to be the president he's the president elect of jen okay at the moment president in waiting president in, in waiting, waiting. i'll tell you this though let me tell you this about yeah. a jazz conference okay <laughs> it was a lot of fun yeah it's very weird very, it's very, very weird. <laughs> what there, was the? What was if you were to rate from one to ten, the jazz nerddom level? Ten being total geeked out with a jazz police siren attached to the top of their head, to one being what is jazz? I would say the jazz nerd level. It was like eighty percent tens that were there. Oh, okay. I mean, if you buy a ticket to Reno, Nevada yeah. to go talk about jazz for three days, yeah. there's a certain level of nerd that I have to appreciate. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome, man. That's our people, though, right? That's, that is I mean, our people. I mean, I was there, too. I'm yeah. one of you. And, uh, man, it was... But there is, like, um, you know, there is a certain vibe. Like, I, on the way to the airport, I could be like... <laughs> You're going to the jazz conference. <laughs> You're going to the jazz conference. I could tell. There's oh, a look. They had, they had, you'll hear a t-shirt song. And then I looked in the mirror and I was like, "You're, You're going too." <laughs> yeah, I have the same look as you all. Like we all have. And it was it was really interesting. There was, we were we were kind of the only game in town for big conferences that weekend. The other conference was a huge hunting convention. Mm. So like at the hotel, there was absolutely no crossover. Like you could walk in the elevator and be like. Hunter, hunter, <laughs> jazz nerd, hunter, jazz nerd. Oh, I thought you were going to say hunter, hunted. <laughs> that would be the jazz, the gen the, conference. The hunters were definitely side-eyeing <laughs> the jazz musicians right. a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I think I did one of the jazz cruises years ago, and before they had their own boat. Like now, most of the, the well, like the, the uh, Blue Note jazz cruises, the one I did last year, they actually have the entire cruise ship, a pretty big cruise ship That's dope. is that. But it used to be like you'd have sort of half of it, and there was like a NASCAR uh, uh, cruise going on at the same time. You're talking about no overlap. It was hilarious, yeah, yeah. you know. Although I will say, uh, my friend Corey Christiansen, a guitar player, mm-hmm. he is also, he lives in Utah. Yeah. And he is a huge hunter, and he was the only person that could blend in with both. He has a big beard and long hair. Right. It looks like, rugged. He got kind of got like a Duck Dynasty 
like a, a yeah okay only like a burning guitar player right <laughs> yeah you know what speaking of guitarist hunters dan wilson i believe great dan wilson from ohio yeah uh young dan wilson i believe is a hunter which is a little odd i mean any jazz musician that's i think i saw a picture of him that's, uh, that also hunts that hunts with, with full like duck duck dynasty gear on well, I, it's not surprising, man. Jazz is all over the place. We're Jazz in the, is everywhere, the rural man. places. Yeah, I met some some folks from places I've never heard of in America, like weird rural spots in Maine and things like that. I, I see how jazz musicians could. Was there hunt. an international presence at all? Or was this just a national? Convention? You know what? So not as much. I was told by some people in the know that uh, Reno is kind of hard to get to for Europeans. It's, yeah, it's far. You know, it's west of Los Angeles. Reno is like the shape of California. Oh, right. It's That's like right. way up sure here near is. San Francisco. It's right. four hour drive. Francisco. Which wouldn't necessarily prohibit someone coming from a foreign country, just it being West. But I, but it is a little bit remote in terms of aviation. For yeah, sure. there's no direct flights from the East Coast. I think that's what makes it hard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. or not many. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but that was uh, that was my Jen experience. Nice. Um, shout out to Jen. Thank you, everybody in Reno. Thank you, everybody for stopping by our booth. We had a great time. Good, good stuff. Um, so we got a couple other things actually happened this week, this month in jazz. And one we usually skip over, which is the Utah Jazz, which shows up on our radar. But they're actually kind of balling lately. And they're, they're showing up. I just want to give a quick shout out to them. Are we doing a Utah Jazz Well, they are so close to making the playoffs. They're like in the ninth <laughs> spot in the West. And they're sort of surging because they've won seven out of their last ten games. So they might have to get on our radar because we're coming up on, you know, we're not at playoffs yet. But we're in the second half of the NBA season. And oh, we're starting to look at some teams. But there is sort of a Jazz connection with them, actually. They're in Utah, which is weird. Yeah. But, you know, they were originally were the New Orleans Jazz, of yeah. course. Pistol Pete Maravich, all the great players used to play in the Superdome. They actually played the first couple of seasons in the Superdome in that's New right. Orleans. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the name. It's like uh it's like the LA Lakers, you know, they used to be in Minnesota. Yeah. Now which they're makes in a, sense. <laughs> they're in a barren Cal- <laughs> Southern California <laughs> desert that needs yeah. water. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Um, um but then the other thing that, that I kind of saw was on my radar um news wise this week is the annual announcement, which always happens the same week, of the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Note the name of it is still officially New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Um, Have you ever played the Jazz Fest? <laughs> I've played the Jazz Fest many times, and um, I was just looking to get up. Where is the... Okay, there it is. Um, oh, this is good. Right, this episode's already marked as done. I, I like that. Andrew. When Andrew's all, uh, so far ahead of us. Ahead of His confidence morning. in us is great. Um, Shout out to Andrew over there for engineering. Andrew is our producer. Yeah. I don't know if, if folks... Andrew Kitchen. Can I say your full name? Or you, you're not wanted or anything, are you? Okay, good. Um, young Andrew Kitchen is our producer and just killing it... Um, Mostly killing it. I, I I do. I had a little bit of <laughs> no. I gotta say a little bit of complaint that I expressed this morning, and you listeners can let us know in the YouTube comments, which is basically letting me know because I'm the only one who reads them, dude. Um, but you know, my voice was a little bit uh, sublimated. I would use the word compared to Adams. Now, Adam does have a beautiful baritone. It's like a, a Hillsborough, no, what, what, what's the town you're from? High Ridge. High, it's like a High Ridge baritone, Missourian <laughs> voice with a kind of depth that I never got from my Florida University City upbringing. But, oh, don't sell yourself short. Man. But I mean, I'm also noticing your technique. You're right up on the mic. So maybe I should try that. But I, w- I was noticing I was a little bit under mics, but that's okay. It's all good. Everything is a competition with you. <laughs> no, no. I'm just looking for, 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 for quality. But, okay, so New Orleans Jazz Fest announced their lineup. And, look, this every year is a great thing to do 
basically so-called real jazz musicians and the jazz police complains about all the non-jazz acts that are showing up on a jazz fest. It's one of the best part about jazz fest is all the complaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but this is always fun. And I've actually, I've never really had a huge problem with this because one thing I think that they do great, one of the great things, first of all, I love the jazz fest. Yep. I used to live a half block for, for quite a few years from the festival. I mean, like I kind of, uh, you know, came of age playing the jazz fest and, and I, I love everything about it, the food, the people, the whole thing. Um, having said that, I've never bought a, like a what is now a hundred and eighty-five dollar ticket to the Jazz Fest, um, so I've never really thought about it for, as as that. But I've I've listened to a lot of good music. But this year, um, we have uh, several of your favorite jazz singers. I noticed were on the list. And I don't know if you saw them, so you might get excited. You're smiling already. Uh, Katy Perry will be appearing. One of my favorites. So swinging. So, yeah. so swinging. Yeah. And also uh, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and it's funny because we wrote down Rolling Stone, but I believe it is the Rolling Stones, right? Yeah. You got Jimmy Buffett. just one of the best jazz musicians. Well, he's there every year because like, that's like Quint Davis's boy. You know, they're right. buddies. So. Um, and then one of your favorite just kind of general rappers and entertainers you're always talking about, Pitbull. Love Pitbull. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would he come on more of the jazz or heritage side of things? You know, he's got this arrangement of Countdown that is just amazing. No. Uh, you know what, though? Kind of to your point before, what's kind of cool about this is like, you know, you, you have Pitbull and Santana. And, I mean, Santana, is, that's flexible for the jazz thing because he's a great improviser. Yeah. Um, you know, Katy Perry or whatever, but people are going to go see Katy Perry, and then they're also going to go get to like Bobby Jones and the Nashville Super Choirs on the same bill as Katy Perry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they're different stages. Those same people are not going to go over there. That's the problem. The same area, right? Uh, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I, no, they might. They might. That's true. People, but people are going to travel to New Orleans for this. They always right. do. Like people come in out of town, and maybe they see Pitbull one night, and they see you know Ellis Marcellus family tribute you know the next i think night. there's a little bit of that but I, I do think it has become a little bit of a problem when they like santana's a great example i think he's like historically that was always that would be like the biggest act that they have and right. there is some jazz it's not even about jazz there's some kind of creative music connection right. with that and i think you would have more natural overlap with the people that kind of grew up and want to hear santana that you would want to hear an ellis marsalis or a trombone shorty or nicholas payton all the because what new the jazz fest has always done great is highlighting New Orleans music. That's really the heritage part about it. It's not so much about jazz, although a lot of these people will talk about her jazz. But, I mean, you've got, you know, Big Sam's Funky Nation. They're always there. And Anders Osborne. You know, stuff that's not jazz, but it's very New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Mark Mullins, all the, uh, the what's the trombone guy's names? The uh, uh, Bonarama, stuff like that. Jeremy Davenport. Stuff that's, like, associated with New Orleans. Totally. And that's great. That, that's what it's all about. Yeah, the Galactic, meters. all these brass bands that are on here, like a dozen brass Band. Yeah, George Porter. But when you get stuff like, and I mean, I don't know, Rolling Stones, everybody loves Rolling Stones. That's great. I mean, they're historic. They're going to get everybody. But some of this stuff like Katy Perry and stuff, you, I mean, it's just, it's got nothing to do with New Orleans. It's got nothing to do with jazz. It's got nothing to do with heritage, as far as I know. And yeah, it brings people in. And, you know, for $185, that's what people are used to paying to go to a show like that. And, yeah. they, and they have the chance of maybe even being up close if they push their way up. So yeah, yeah. it's just kind of a, a new day and age for the, for the jazz fest. And a lot of what's good about it is still there but some of this is kind of like meh well and me. again it is not fun. meth meh it is fun to hear people complain about it so much that's it's, true it's great yeah yeah doobie brothers i like that little little st louis and i don't think Man, michael mcdonald will be there is, is he singing with them still i don't know I don't actually know. i don't yeah. think so but there's some good non-jazz on here that i would see like i would love to see uh bonnie Raitt in person i've never seen well, she's done a lot of jazz fest. She I'm spent sure a lot she has, of times yeah. in New Orleans, and and she'll like she'll bring up like George Porter and like some some OG New Orleans players for sure. So, cool. 
Good. Well, we covered this week, and in case we don't get back to this feature for another month, I think we're good, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of jazz. And, we, well, I mean, well, when the when the jazz make the playoffs, we'll definitely be back. That's right. They're they're, they're like in eighth, ninth place right now, so we'll see. Cool. Um, we are starting something new uh, that's kind of exciting. Do you know about this? Yeah, I do know about this. Check this out, listeners. You're going to want to hear this. Okay. Oh, you want me to say? I want you to say. Okay. Um, we are starting a little th- program that came from our producers, ID, uh, mind of our producer, which is the weekly listener theme song now this may end up being like the this week in jazz where it happens more like monthly but we're going to see how this goes we're going to invite you guys the listeners to send us a track right yeah okay correct me if i'm wrong here because we haven't fully fleshed this out to be honest that's right yeah <laughs> send us a track send us an mp3 is the best thing to send or wave or wave but mp3 is or a an aiff bit. or um, whatever you send flack. us it's going to be an mp3 <laughs> on your on your podcast so. yeah yeah um and be thinking about where they're going to send it when i just say this would be the featured music for the outro so i want you guys thinking about something you might want to feature of your music make it good we're going to choose based upon what we think is good but also what we think will fit and what andrew thinks will fit at the end of the program is that correct yes so this will be like the outro music right that's right yeah, yeah, and yeah. we'll feature it for the whole week um if something good comes and they can send that to andrew at open studio network Com. Really? And that goes right to him? Andrew at Open Studio Network. Okay, so send in, your, um, send in your tracks. And, you know, look, if you're savvy about this, I don't want to give it all away, but you might, you know, even kind of edit it down to like 20, 30 seconds and, you know, kind of what we would use. You can send the whole track, but if you do a little bit of the homework for us, I don't know, I'm just saying, you might get in there a little quicker. That's right. right? And so, yeah, send it to Andrew at OpenStudioNetwork.com and uh, your track might be our, our outro music. That's right. In the weeks to come. Now for the fine print. We take all publishing royalties and all uses <laughs> worldwide in perpetuity. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just going to use it on the podcast, which is, this is obviously a free event here. Um, so this will be fun. I'm, I'm interested to hear what we're going to, yeah. now, now think about, hopefully you guys will send something in that fits for what we're doing. You know, you can use as a template the music we have on there, but yeah. it doesn't have to just be like that. We're looking for something creative. We're looking to, this will be a nice little chance for you to have some of your music and, and we'll of course give credit to it, uh, to you. So it's a chance to get your music out there in front of some other people. Absolutely. Yep. Um, is that all we got? That's all we got. All right. Well, you'll hear it.